gosh, I'm kind of nervous. I'm not going to lie. This is a little bit intimidating. I'm going to pretend I don't have anything in front of me, looking at me, nothing. Just, it's just, just us. We're just here to have a good time. All right. Are yes. you guys ready? Yep. All righty. All right. It's Brady Holland here with the Tyler Miller team at eXp Realty coming at you with another podcast, Fireside Chat podcast, the first Triple B podcast. Brady's business buddies sit next to me. I got Eugene, Tyler, and Lauren. Thank you guys for coming. I really appreciate you guys hopping on here, and let's uh, let's have a good time. Absolutely. I'm looking knows. forward to it. All right. Well, Luke, you said you had a joke, so let's hear it. Yeah, this is a really good joke. Uh, there's three ducks, and right. it's a true story. That's the thing, the interesting thing about it. There's three ducks, and they have to go to court. <clears throat> and the first duck walks up, and the judge says, state your name and why you're here. He's not messing around. Mm-hmm. And the first duck says, my name is Quack. I got caught blowing bubbles in a pond. Judge says, your sentence, six months. Next. Wow. And the second duck walks up. Judge says, state your name and why you're here. That duck says, my name is Quack Quack. I got caught blowing bubbles in a pond too. Judge says, your sentence, same as the first. Next. And as the third duck walks up, the judge has no time for this. And he says, now don't tell me your name is Quack Quack Quack. And he says, no, I'm Bubbles. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that is amazing. You don't get it? so bad that with jokes. Right I'm the worst person you to have around. You're going to have to rewatch this I've been telling that joke for 20 years. <laughs> How many people haven't got it? Uh, no, no one. You're the only one. Yeah. It's, pretty, it's pretty, yeah. Yeah, because the other Quacks. two are blowing bubbles in the pond. And Still no? Okay. We'll talk about it. All right, moving on. Cannot waste That's a different podcast subject. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still laughing because... That's a birds and yeah. bees kind of talk. Yeah. All right, let's, um, let's sit over to the joke teller. Tell us who you are, you know, what your family's like, how long you've been in the business, kind of just start off with that. Uh, my name's Tyler Lewick. Uh, I'm from St. Paul. I'm actually fifth generation St. Paul uh, on my mother's side. My great-granddad built a house on the east side of St. Paul for... Uh, in in uh, for in 1911, and um, I've just always had a um, an interest in um, uh, homes, the aesthetic of homes, historic homes, uh, things like that. Um, I went to Creighton Durham Hall High School in St. Paul. Uh, graduated from Winona State University. Um, I first, I started out college going to Nebraska actually because I wanted to play football there, um, and. Uh, yeah, I lived in L.A. for nine years. Always knew I wanted to come back. Wow. And uh, I'm also an actor, and so now I, the majority of my time is spent in real estate. I'm obviously a full-time realtor and love doing that, but get to audition for commercials and movies and plays and things as well. So Kind of a j- jack of all trades. Got all, yeah, I've lived yeah. like three lives already, oh, man. Wow, yeah. that's, a, that's really impressive. All right, uh, sit next to us. Eugene, you want to yes. tell us uh, a little bit about yourself? Absolutely, yeah. So as uh, most people know me, they know me by Eugene. I'm also known as Yevgeny because I am a first-generation immigrant to America. My uh, family came from a small country called Moldova. For those of you who don't know where that is, it is sandwiched right in between Romania and Ukraine. You can try to find it on the globe. You're probably going to need magnifying glass because it's so darn tiny. But yeah, so I've been in real estate for about a year now. I think my one-year anniversary is on December 14th, if I'm correct. So it's coming up right around the corner. Uh, my family bought their first home in Ham Lake. So that's where I grew up the majority of my life. Uh, spent most of the time in Forest Lake, so I am a flaker. Don't judge. <laughs> Don't judge. <laughs> Anyone who's from that. there understands, so we all get it. 
Oh. But yeah, so yeah, I went. Uh, I tried going to college twice. I'm a two-time dropout. I am actually very proud of that. So I'm yeah. sitting here today because of that. So yeah, uh, college just wasn't my thing. I can't stand still for too long, so that didn't work out for me. But yeah, you know, I was a kid who grew up in the sticks, like cars, four-wheelers, ATVs, played in the mud, all that good stuff. Yeah, no, I totally get it. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Lauren. Hello, I'm Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to ask me, Brady? Who are you? What do you do? You know. How long you've been All in the business, right. stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm I'm Lauren. I'm a I'm a mom. I have a four year old. Um, I've been in the business for just over a year. I think November like sixteenth was my one year anniversary. Um, I didn't go to college. I was just a bartender. Um, my I moved all around. I've been <laughs> I'm from the Champlin area, and then I moved down to Farmington. I moved to Alabama. I was in a tornado growing up. But I got out of it, obviously. My car, my car got torn up. But, yeah, I don't know. I just started bartending. I wanted to buy a home. I rented a place for a couple of years and decided, this is so weird I can hear myself. It's <laughs> tripping me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, <laughs> get, used to, you'll get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, so, anyways, I uh, – where was I? Talking about the tornadoes and – Tornado – okay. So I rented a house – I rented and I saw the numbers and I was like, whoa, I need to buy a house. I'm not going to throw my money away. I work way too hard for this. So I bought a house back in 2014 and um, COVID hit. I decided I needed to find a different career. I've always loved homes and all the things, you know, HDTV. But here I am and I love my job. I love um, here in and just keeping on a rolling. That's awesome, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it, uh, I know you said you're a single mom, right? Yeah. How does that um, affect your real estate career, if mm, at all? Calendar. I have to put everything on the calendar. Yeah. Just make a time slot for everything that I want to hit and do it. Do you do, you know, a lot of, like, time blocking? Do you have a lot of time blocking? You want to just touch on, like, your time blocking and what you do for your time blocking? Wake up before the kid wakes up. I need that peace and quiet. I got to plan my day out. Um, and then from there, I just bring the kid to daycare. I have the whole day. <laughs> and then um, to just get in all the things. I don't, there's so many details. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find it, you know, trouble, you know, with a lot of people working and not getting off work until, you know, 4.35 o'clock where, you know, you're showing houses later at day. Do you find that to be an obstacle in your career with, you know, Wesley coming home from daycare and you, you kind of got to go into mom mode and step away from the real estate side of things? That's a good question because I, I definitely, I, I want to work 24-7, but I know that I can't. Um, so I set those expectations with my clients right from the get-go, explaining this is, this is how I run my business and if it works for us, it works. Um, so I do have a couple nights that I time block out for those specific people that need that. Otherwise, um, yeah, I just set those expectations from the get-go and if it works, it works. Weekends yeah. are available too, so that helps. That that's nice. Yeah, you're you're killing it. You're doing really well, so that's yeah. that's good. Keep keep Thanks. up the hard work. Thanks, Brady. Yeah, for sure. All right, I know, Luluk, you have a kid. And yeah. You're married. Yep. How does that affect your real estate career with time blocking? What, you know, what what kind of does that look like in your in your career? Well, uh, yeah, I'm I'm luckily I'm married to an incredible, um, uh, supportive wife, but the biggest thing I need to do is communicate. You know, not try not to surprise her with, um, well, actually, I'm going to be gone for five the next five hours to really just plan ahead, put things on our shared calendar, 
communicate and but also you got to make time for your family obviously I have a beautiful one-year-old daughter Josephine and and I want to be there for as much of her life as I I can so if that means that bedtime is a certain time or if we want to have dinner as a family to to then you know show houses after that or have appointments after that or before that if possible and but uh, yeah it's gone really well so far so yeah, yeah no mm-hmm. for sure yeah it's it shows you're 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 kicking kicking butt and doing well at it so yeah like I said to Lauren keep kicking ass you know well I think uh, something that you know I mentor several agents and I try to do it myself to work uh, uh, smarter not harder. So if I can have my buyer consultations uh, on the front end be exhaustive with buyer clients so that we really know what we're doing, why we're doing it, where they're looking, why again, you know, and so that we're not seeing hundreds of homes, you know what I mean? So that we can be really intentional about about the homes that we see and, and, and why we're seeing them and, and the offers that we write, you know, so that hopefully we're not writing 25 offers you know yeah client so yeah totally especially in this market i know before that might have had been something that you had to write more than one offer i mean the two offers i've got accepted i just had to write one offer and yeah on the first house yeah we've seen like yeah, well and i mean actually the the last two years i've only had two clients uh out of dozens of buyers that i had to write more than two offers for But a lot of it, again, is just like, why are we, you know, what are the areas we want to target and why? And, you know, some people, they don't care where they live and and they just want a nice townhome in the western suburbs. And that's that's great. And then they know their budget. Other people, it's hyper, hyper specific. And, you know, to be as to work with specificity is Mm -hmm. uh, is really important. That's we, a big word. Ding. ding. Yeah, where's ding? First word <laughs> is a big word for us. So. Specific. Uh-huh. I'm not even going to try to say it. I know I can't. <laughs> Can you define it? Well, uh, Specifics. Yeah, yeah. Being very Just specific. Fancy. Being very specific and intentional with what you're doing and why. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Going over to Eugene. Yes. We're kind of in the same boat, you know, single, don't really have yeah, not kids or anything yeah. like that. So, what's your time blocking look like? And kind of what, how much time do you put towards your career? Uh, I would like to think quite a bit. Because, I mean, I came from an industry where I would put in 12, 14-hour days. So I'm no stranger to hard work. Uh, but I think, you know, during the beginning of the year, it was almost easier because it was so busy. Like, all I had to think about was work. Because in the spring market, mm-hmm. working with multiple clients, even with the team, you're helping the team out with other uh, clients as well. So it was easy for, like, the first majority of the year because all I had to think about was work. But then now that it's in the slower season, I think maybe you will kind of relate to this because you're also single. Yeah. Like outside of work, there's not a whole lot of other structure in my life. So it's like once work slows down, you know, you do all your good deeds for the day and then you got some spare time. Sometimes that spare time could almost like mess some things up. But I try to be as diligent as possible because I know if I get caught lacking, I will keep lacking. So yeah, it's like without having some sort of structure outside of work, you got to like be extra hard on yourself to make sure you're actually doing it. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. It's easy to get distracted when, mm-hmm. you know, it's either work or it's like, well, let's go go hang out with friends or go mm-hmm. do whatever. And sometimes it you can catch yourself doing things that you probably shouldn't be doing, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> Man. Alrighty. Well, I'll just ask this question out to everyone. You know, what's your why? What motivates you? What gets you up in the morning? What, uh, what gets you going? Who wants to go first? 
Uh, Let's I'll, hear it. I'll yeah. go. Yeah. Um, my why, and it's you know, it's a common why to say, but to, to just build on my family's legacy and and to also um, uh, to give my family whatever the op- opportunity to chase whatever dreams that they they want to, and for my wife to work less. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's great. you know. Yeah, that's. I mean, I totally get it. I, I'm sure I'll be the same way when I'm a dad. Hopefully, no time soon. But yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's what's cool about where you're at. I mean, I I got licensed in 2019, so it's been a good, almost uh, wonderful, almost four years now. But um, I was married at the time, but didn't, we didn't have a baby yet. But being not married and without children, now's the time to make some hay. Oh yeah. 100%. So then, then when the babies come, you know, you don't have to work. Maybe. As, I don't want to say as hard because you still work hard, but you can just be more present. Mm-hmm. 100%. Get that foundation. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, Lauren, what's your I'll life? piggyback off yeah. family, mm-hmm. my child. I want to um, set him up for mm-hmm. a successful, he can just watch mom work hard. Woo! Watch mom work hard and um, hopefully be a realtor one day. It's so cute. He'll, mom sells houses, so we're driving around on the way to daycare. They set up all these new construction houses um, in Dayton. And wow, I don't know. He just relates it to my work. And it's so cute to see him watch me work so hard. And then to just down the road, maybe be a leader one day if, you know. Yeah. I mean, you sent us a, a video today, and it was one of the cutest videos I think oh, I've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> Talking about uh, the movie Elf at our past uh, past client event we just had over the weekend. So, yeah, yeah that, was, he, that was really cute. He was so <laughs> so excited to see all my work friends because he hears about it from me. So he still talk, he talks about it multiple times a day, and he's waiting for our next event. Good. Yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome. that's my Wesley is my why for sure. That's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. Eugene. Yes. So We're in a different story. Kind yes, of. we are. We are. So I actually have two whys. One of them is related to Luke's and Lauren's, but that's a future tense because I don't have any kids yet. Yes. So my first why, it's a, it was a pretty personal one because I'm not even sure where it kind of came from, but growing up, a lot of people told me I wasn't going to make it anywhere. A lot of people thought I was going to be a bum. They told me I was too lazy. I wasn't going to amount to anything. So a lot of what I do is to prove those people wrong. So I'm trying to build my name up to like a household name and you know, in real estate, that's something you could do. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. we all know one name specifically in the industry. And uh, I'm, I don't know <laughs> if I can name drop on here, but we all know who that guy is. But so, like, I'm not trying to get to that level, but I do want people to know me. Because then that will be like, hey, I made it. I proved all those people wrong. But my big reason why is I want to provide and be, have a, you know, provide for my future family. Because being an immigrant, we didn't grow up with the most money. I watched my dad work two jobs. There would be weeks where I wouldn't see my dad because he would leave before I woke up and come back after I fell asleep. So I don't want my kids to go through that because it's hard on a child to not see a parent for that long. Mm -hmm. So I know he worked extra hard, so I'm trying to put in the work now so later when I have the wife and kids, I can be a little bit more present. Yeah, totally. That's that's amazing. That's... I'll talk about my why, I guess. It's it's pretty similar to Eugene's. I mean, I dropped out of college, kind of gave up. You know, I had a scholarship to go play golf at Winona State, had a lot going for me on the on the athletic sides of things and I just decided to you know put in the work and decide to go play or go into real estate and I had a lot of people tell me like this is the worst decision in your life what are you doing why are you doing this like and my why is to prove those people wrong like I get up I go to the gym at 5 a.m and 
it's easy to wake up knowing like I'm doing better than every one of those people that were like you're making the worst decision in your life it's like mm-hmm. actually this was the best decision I've ever made and I'm not even close to looking back and I would never go back like mm-hmm. I am so happy with where I am the people I've surrounded myself with the team I'm on and the things I've done already being licensed for I want to say a month and like 10 days I've, I've done a lot and I'm, I'm very proud of what I've done and I know I'm proving all those people wrong. Mm-hmm. So. You are. Yeah. I hope my baby's like you. Yeah. <laughs> when he's 20 years old. And you should <laughs> You are be. an action taker. We're living in one of the, I mean, it's a scary time for a lot of reasons, whatever. But we're also living in like the best time ever to be alive. You mm-hmm. can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you didn't make a decision to go be a bum and just like, yeah. no, I'm just going to hang out at a beach somewhere and do whatever. You're working. You got to so, work for it. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's, it's great. You're taking ownership of your, of your life. Yeah, no, it's a shout out to my parents because they taught me to be a doer and that's what I am, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. How'd they take it when you told them that you were going to leave the, not only school, but also, you know, a scholarship and... Yeah, I know, I mean, my my dad has watched me play a lot of golf and a lot of high high professional golf against some unbelievable players and he's like, do you have what it takes to do amazing things in this, you know, industry? Like, don't give up on it. And when I told him, like, hey, I'm going to start doing real estate, I don't think I want to go back to college, my mom freaked out first. She was like, what, are, what do you mean? And I'm like, here's why, and this is why I'm going to be good at it, and this is why I'll work hard, and I, I will, you'll see it. Give me five months, and you'll see it. And I think if I ask my parents today, they're like, yeah, you are doing exactly what you should be doing. Like, they're saying now, like, you were born to do this. Like, you, the work you're putting in and the, the things I talk about with them at home, they're like, you... It, I want to buy a house just because you're talking about it. Like you, you know what you're doing, um, and so that that it helps me to have that support too. Just not, you know, I have the support. We're talking about uh, how my parents took it. Uh, like I said, you know, my mom was pretty freaked out, but I, like I said, I think she she's really proud of where I'm at and kind of where I've came. Um, my dad is worried about me not like you know getting back into the golf industry, and I'm I'm nowhere near giving that up. Um, I think golf is something that's so big in this industry that yeah. almost every single lender I've met with is like, oh, do you play golf? And I'm like, funny story, like I've played in professional tournaments before and stuff like that, and it's 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 nice to have those connections with people and just be able to you know say like, hey, you know, next spring let's go play golf, and they're like, yeah, like I'm totally down and step away from the business side of things and just kind of play golf is it's always fun to just grow a relationship with people because this is a relationship type of business um where i've i've done sales at like polo ralph the Ren where it's like hey just buy this clothing and get out of my life where it's now like hey like i want to be friends with you like i want to help you get into a house that you love like i'm not here for the money i'm here to help you out like that's mm-hmm. kind of where i'm at with this um but yeah that's kind of where we're at. I think my parents are super proud of me and it's very nice to have that support back at home. Um, so. You know, that's great. So uh, I think it's such a, I want to ask you a question about that. What was the, because so many people get into this business, they get their license and then a year later they quit. Two years later they quit because they didn't really think it through. The fact that if they don't, you know, get transactions closed, they don't make any money. Yeah, you get to be in charge of your schedule. You get to uh, set your own, you know, uh, work lifestyle, but uh, it, but you're in charge of everything. So it's a big deal. So what was the the turning point for you? You're in college. You're playing. You're playing some golf. Uh, uh, you're in college. What what was it? A light bulb where you're like, whoa, 
I got to get out of here? Or was it like it just never felt right and you finally – what was the, the process of knowing you needed to be donezo there was, and pursue this? There was a lot. Um, my parents bought a house like three years ago. I was a junior in high school when they moved into their new house. Um, and I kind of was like, you know, I've always been interested in real estate, so I'm going to just kind of hang out with the realtor and see kind of what it's about. Um, and it was really cool, you know, seeing that and just seeing how happy my parents are in the house they are now. It, that was like a huge thing. I was like, this could be a job where you could do this for the rest of your life. You mm. get people into the houses that they love, which is really awesome for me. And I was like, ah, oh, maybe that's something I'll do in the future. Who knows? Went to college, uh, had a really good time, um, had some things happen with, with my team and where I'm at where, you know, wasn't making the best of friends or was being pushed to more choices that I didn't really want to partake in and do and, you know, kind of got away from what I want to be and who I want to be and who I want Brady Holland's name to stand for type of deal. Um, and I'm sitting at regionals um, by myself um, in Indianapolis in a hotel room, a suite hotel room. By myself and I'm like what what am I doing here like I'm playing golf I'm getting a marketing degree what am I doing with my life and it was that day I was like you know what screw it I'm gonna get my license and just get it just to have it so I have that I have that in my you know in my tools belt just to have um, told my aunt about it and my aunt's uh, shout out Lisa um, she works at CSM with Gary Holmes commercial real estate uh, got me in contact with Justin wing uh, we went out to lunch, had a really good time, and just kind of started learning about the real estate business. Um, and then I went out to Milwaukee to go see my ex-girlfriend out there. Um, and I was like, you know what, I, I really enjoyed that meeting, and I want to do more about this. It was over the 4th of July weekend, and uh, I came home, um, and then I applied to 40 places to go just take interviews, just to see what real estate's all about and stuff like that suit and tie every day in July and I mean it's hot like I didn't want to be in a suit and tie every day but <laughs> it, it is what it is and I learned so much in those 30 days kind of like where I want to be sat down with Tyler I'm like this is the shit like mm -hmm. this is a yeah. fun team mm -hmm. like this is where I want to be joined the team got my license and yeah couldn't be happier like yeah that's kind of how the, the process happened it wasn't like it was a you know this is something to have Mm -hmm. um, and then as I interviewed, I was like, this is amazing. Like, this is what I want to do and made the decision to not go back to school and just went at it. And I, I knew I was jumping headfirst in. I wasn't going to just like test the waters. Like I was going cannonballs coming. Like I'm going into this headfirst, mm -hmm. like fighting with the fighting with the wolves, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how, uh, how I got into the business more, I guess. I don't think a lot of people know that. So yeah. that, was, that was a good question. Thank you, Louis. Yeah. It's just important to know. I, I've had past clients reach out and ask questions because they were thinking about doing it. One of them actually just recently did get her license. She was working for uh, MTA for the last 10 years. And uh, it's not, you know, it's not that any one phase of your life you can't make a turn, but it depends on what your responsibilities are. Mm -hmm. a, a client called me and was asking me about it, uh, making the career sh change, and I was talking to him like, well, you got to realize you're in charge of making your money and paying your bills. Well, you know, and I asked him, how much are you making at the job you have currently? He's making over $100,000. That's a lot to supplement mm -hmm. starting if he quits that and just starts a new career. You know, it's, it's a big decision to start your own business. So yeah, it's, it you know, but you can't, you can do it. It just needs to be well thought out and you have to have a plan and 
you and get after it. Can't be afraid to work hard too. Yeah, you yeah, know, you yeah. Can't be afraid. Yeah. So. And you're smart to do full time. I couldn't imagine doing this part time. There's just. I had, yeah, I don't know. I had a couple offers success. when I was getting interviews. It's like go back to college. Like you can work here part time. Like come back on the weekends. And I'm like. No, like, yeah. I'm not going to drive down to Winona, spend four nights there, and then drive home and no. still have to try to play golf and travel. for It, was, it just no. wasn't going to happen. Like, nope, yucky. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I knew if I was going to be good at this and what I want to do and reach my goals, was like I'm going to just have to be head first and just yeah. go yeah. and do it. So. For sure. And like I said, the best decision of my life. So. Yeah, that's great. Yes. You're so, a yeah. smart cookie. <laughs> they call them cookies, well, right? I mean, yeah. I'm, yes, I'm, I believe so. Cook, yeah. Oh, cookie. shout out I to was... my sister. She made some sugar cookies the other day. Holy cats. Best I've ever had in my life. Always been mediocre on sugar cookies. You know okay? I didn't bring any into They're the house. T- Hell no, I'm not giving you one of them. I'm not giving you one of them. I got four left. I'm taking like a bite a day so I can just <laughs> save it. I thought we were friends. Yeah. No, we're not I that close. Not co-workers. No, we're not that close. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I guess I'm I'm a younger guy. I'm I'm not even 21 yet. But uh, you know, you guys are obviously 21. Had your 21st birthday. What'd you guys do? Oh, mine was actually really lame. So my I don't know if it's gonna keep happening, but my birthday falls on Easter and mm-hmm. happens yeah. to come every seven years. So I like to think I'm a pretty blessed baby. Uh-huh. Easter oh. seven years. So my 21st <laughs> yeah. birthday was actually on Easter. Uh-huh. Okay. So it was Easter Sunday, 21st birthday. People you look were so doing excited. Things. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was very <laughs> lame. Babes. So like, like I got, the worst thing about this, is I got like the cards, right? Which I don't understand this bartender or whatever. I got my card. I had my card. I had my void ID. I had a couple friends that wrangled up towards the end, like the close circle. They're like, oh, let's just go out to like the local bar or something like that. Get you your first drink. So we went out there after everyone's family events were done. We go out to the bar. I was the youngest one in the group. So they all ordered their drinks. I gave the lady my card and paper. And she's like, sorry, we can't serve you because it's the card and paper. I'm like, what? Well, how, am I, how the hell am I supposed <laughs> to bring my 21st birthday? I'm like, I know this is baloney. And then, yeah, they didn't serve me. And... That was my 21st birthday. <laughs> no. Were you in Minnesota? Yeah, yeah. That is so nice. They didn't serve right. me on my 21st birthday, no. I'm not going to make that mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you can get your ID early, do it. Apparently, some will not serve you for that. Wow, that mm. is wild. I don't, Lord, you're actually bartender. Yeah, you that's not. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you needed someone to be like, you don't know what you're talking about. But yeah. yeah. Unless you're like expired. I don't know. What Ms. did I do? Yeah, Miss Bartender. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um... My bir- my 21st birthday, so my birthday is November 21st, okay. so I was like, oh my gosh, this is golden birthday, and yeah. I get to drink, because, I mean, I was I was a bartender at the time, yeah. so I was ready mm-hmm. to legally drink. Legally drink, yep. Yeah, so um, it landed on a yeah. Sunday, and we all know that you, uh, I don't know, I just wasn't happy about my golden birthday being on a Sunday, so... I decided to go to Eau Claire with one of my besties. All my, a lot of my friends were in college. I didn't go to college. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier, but I didn't want to want to spend the money on that. Definitely did. I did. Okay. (laughs) So um, I went to my girlfriend's college, and we partied at midnight on Saturday. So I got two two hours Mm because they were open till two. Yeah. Um to party with my golden dress, and then we came back and just partied all day in, on Sunday in Minnesota. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Sounds like I, a good time. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I, re, I remember it all, too. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, no Yeah, I definitely out. remember mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sober McGee. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, when I turned 21, it was a Saturday, and there used to be, I don't know if it still is there, there used to be a dueling pianos bar in Minneapolis called the Shout House, and it was it was just great. We all went out there, and it was a great time. Shout so, House. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, dueling pianos, it was sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still don't know what I'm going to do for my 21st. I've thought about maybe flying out to Vegas or doing yeah. something more big like that, uh, but uh, I don't know. Might have to stay around here and have a little team party for my 21st. Sure. How many yeah. days till... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's got to be like less than 120. Oh, wow. Yeah, isn't it April? April, April 3rd. Yeah. April 3rd. Yeah, that's going to come up quick. 118 days. <laughs> there we are. There it is. The countdown. 118 days. you got to keep that going. Tyler's going to be very excited for that day. I'll be no longer the baby in the in the team. I probably still will be, but that's fine. But we will have something planned. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's on a Monday. Though. That's okay. That, that oh, that's sucks. even worse than a Sunday. Yeah, I know. Yeah. At least, at least it's not Easter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. We will make it a good time, no matter what. Yeah, so. hey, we'll just we, get a party bus a on a Monday night. We'll make it good. Screw it, right? <laughs> oh boy. Uh, alrighty. Well, shall we uh, get into the draft? You guys want to do the draft? Yes. I'm gonna have to pull yeah. up my little list so, here. So, so. For everyone listening, we're doing a best winter activities draft. If you've listened to some of my other podcasts, I've done this before, like a Thanksgiving draft, a candy draft. Um, this week we're doing best winter activities. There's some snow on the ground, you know, maybe get some ideas flowing to what to what to go do with your kids or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but with that, we'll go ladies first. So Lauren, you'll get first pick. Then we'll go gentlemen second. So we'll go Lewick and then Eugene and I'll go last. It's fine. I'll go last. I'm fine with that. So, with the first pick of the best winter activity draft, Lauren, you're up. I feel like sledding is... Good pick. Watching my child go down that hill, ice... <laughs> Watching my kid fly down that icy street. It doesn't matter the condition. He the was like Lightning McQueen. And That's I amazing. was like, I need to not watch this. But he was having the bla- a blast. I did too when I was a kid. And then you have to follow it up with some hot cocoa. Yeah. yeah. The little things, right? That, Just that could have been an activity, maybe. I guess. Yeah. Put it together. Sledding and cocoa? you got to put it together. I don't know. I don't know. What? Uh, those are like two different activities. <laughs> no. Well, you got to warm up after yeah, sliding down yeah. a slope. Yeah, for man. hours. Yeah, 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 no, I get it. Okay, just, okay. It, it's a good time. If, we, if anyone mentions cocoa, it'll just be like an add-on to the yeah, event. Yeah. Because even if you're going, like, you can make your own Any winter too. activity could be followed up with hot cocoa. That's, that's, true. that's true. the problem. Yeah. Dang, you know I mean? Brady, yeah. you just... It's okay. No, it's, it's fine. It's very fine. true. All right. Huh. All right. Second pick. Luke. Uh, snowmobiling. Yep. That's a yeah, good pick. Yeah. I've never been. God, it's Really? Fun. You haven't? <laughs> Like, let's go. No, she's lying. <laughs> she goes every weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Where at? You got any special places? You go no, or? and I, I, I haven't been in a long time. But um, as a kid, there were several like my uh, aunts and uncles that had cabins and snow machines, mm-hmm. and to just hit tra- snow machines. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's the whole wow. There's that. so <laughs> many bleeping trails in this state. It's unbelievable. It's it's incredible. I want. Did you ever say... like do wheelies, guys? Yeah. Anybody? You need, yeah. you need, you need, like, you need a, a decent amount of snow to do that. Yeah. And a powerful sled. Yeah. Yeah, no. I just where, enjoyed myself. Where I'm at, Orock, the, <laughs> the trails around me, 
I bet it's unreal. Miles. Yeah. I, could, I think yeah. I could go from my driveway to Duluth on a snowmobile. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. They all connect to state land and, yeah. and public land, and, and it's amazing. There's trails everywhere out there. Good right? gas mileage, <laughs> says the realtor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's all right. But. <laughs> all right, Eugene. Me? Okay. I'm happy this is still on the board, but I'm taking snowboarding. God, I am taking it, snowboarding. Man. Yes. Ah, oh, God, you, I you, love get, you did me a favor by going last. I know. So I figured I know. you were probably gonna pick <laughs> that one too. Are you a lefty or a righty? Regular, yeah. What's regular? regular There's no regular. Goofy. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, regular goofy. I'm regular. I believe when I was like a kid, you know, like those little cheap Walmart snowboarders. Yeah. I was a goofy back then. Really? But I was I just a I dumb kid. Too. I didn't know any better. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. I'm a regular. I'm a regular. I don't. I know of like one or two people that ride Goofy. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what. Tell us what Goofy is for the people that don't know. Jake, do you ride Goofy? What? Make that three people I know know. Jake <laughs> rides Goofy. That's pretty Goofy if you ask me. But uh, it's where so you know left like, foot forward, regular. Right? Yeah, regular is left, left foot, foot forward. forward, and then Goofy is right foot forward. So I'm regular. You're mm-hmm. regular. Yep, yep. A lot of people are. Yep. Because your dominant leg is usually in the back. Yep, yep. Easier to steer and stuff like that. But, uh, all right, fourth pick. Here we go. I'm going to go with uh, ice fishing. Shout out Kayla. Ice fishing. <laughs> Love ice fishing. Do it all the time. Me and my dad go a bunch. Um, but, yeah, it's just a good time. Sit in the house, listen to some music, um, drink some lemonade, and, you know, uh, just ice fish. Do you have a permanent? Uh, we d- No. Pop-ups. Uh, with where we're at, we have, like, three lakes, like, within a mile of my house. Um, the pop-up just goes right onto my 4x4, four four and I can just drive to any nice. lake I want. So it's, Convenient. Uh, it's a very good setup we got out there. So, yeah, very happy with it. That's awesome. So. Alrighty, round two, pick one. Lauren, what's your second pick? Wow. Ice skating. No. Ice skating. Ice skating. Oh, yeah. Figures. I completely uh, forgot that was a thing. I'm not going to Really? Lie. Yeah. What? The guy from Russia yeah, forgot from ice Russia. skating. Was yeah, the guy with the yeah. hockey hair. I'm from Russia. Forgot yeah. about ice skating. Yeah. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> so fun. Wow. That yeah, can't. I'm just blown away. You didn't. I'm you sorry. Didn't think about yeah. that, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lewick, round two. I know this is gonna get. It's gonna be a low uh, uh, pick, but I just uh, really love uh, snowshoeing. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it's fresh powder, it's it's a lot of fun. Really I, dig it. I don't think I can say I've ever gone snowshoeing. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a good way to like. We do a lot of hikes. There's a lot of Fort Snelling is really close to our house, mm-hmm. and uh, the the refuge uh, on the Minnesota River is really close, and it's great. It's it's great wildlife viewing. You know, with all the foliage gone, you can see the birds easier, and yeah. you know, eagles and owls and all that jazz. So yeah, I bet that's really cool. Yeah, I dig it. All right, Nature. Eugene. So I'm going back to the golden days for this one because this is one I loved doing as a kid. So will will that count? Is that fun? Okay, Uh, building snow forts. You know, like when the snow piles up on the cul-de-sac, you go and dig your tunnels. All-time favorite as a kid. Yeah. Maybe I should get back into it. We'll see. We should do it. That's number two on my list. Yeah, no, I I did that all the time. Me and my friends, my neighbors, we'd go out. We lived in cul-de-sac, and we'd make little spots for us and then we'd make tunnels and we'd mm-hmm. pass like Gatorade bottles through the tunnels to each other and stuff. It was, it was a good Bringing time. Bringing me back. Yeah, right? So All fun. right. My, my pick for round two, I'm going to have to go with snowball fights. Yeah. That's, oh. a good one. That's a good one. I love a good snowball fight. You How could up, I forget about that? You set up trenches. I remember at uh, my old house we had uh, big piles of snow on each side of the, 
the driveway, you know, three people on one side, three people on the other, and you just start chucking snow at each other. It was always a good time. So, mm-hmm. especially when I had neighbors that played baseball, so that was <laughs> that was scary. But are you uh, are you you got your pick now after you just stole it off my yeah. list? <laughs> he was looking over. You're so creative. Uh, all right, our uh, round three, old. your final I, pick. Yeah, snow angels. God damn it! Come that on. That was right off my list. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. That is such but, a good. But that pick. is a really good one. It's so much fun. I think it is underrated. Yes. Snow angels? I think people don't appreciate snow angels enough. Yeah, well, don't let your age, you know, be like something mm-hmm. to get in the way. Exactly. That's the, that's the, I mean, what, the only reason we stopped doing snowball fights. Yeah. You know, we could, we could honestly go do one right now. We like, could. We could. <laughs> be some icy snow. It would be very <laughs> icy. thick, yeah. <laughs> All righty. Lewick, your last pick. I can't, um... I don't got my list up. Don't even look this up. Uh, well, so many. Maybe it's, I mean, maybe this, you know, will count. Maybe it won't. But I love going to wild games. Mm-hmm. So if that counts, if that counts. It is seasonal. And yeah. it's it's such a fun winter activity. Um, so if I that counts, I'll take it. Couldn't agree more. I yeah, love going a good to a wild game. Yep. I've been to like four or five this year. So, yeah. yeah they're a great time. Mm-hmm. Are you... Do you have one? Yeah, I got one. I got, one. <laughs> I got this one loaded up. But a uh, hot tubbing on a snowy night. So oh, very my. good. That is a really good one. Yeah, maybe I a little that. like a little drink in the hand. <laughs> yeah. Lemonade. Yeah. The homies in the tub. Yeah. You watch your breath. So cold. <laughs> five feet you apart. You know, like. Yeah. yeah, five feet apart. Everybody's touching feet. Yep. Don't yep. know who's Love who. That. You get to the icicles on your eyelashes and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yep. yep. That is nice. I can't believe I got this, but uh, with the last pick of the draft, I'm going to go with, like, pond hockey with the boys. Oh, That's yeah. such a good one. You go on a lake and you just play hockey with your friends, and it, it's always a good time. Yeah. Like, I, I can't believe I got that with the last pick, but I'll take it. Can't you so, call that, like, boot hockey, too? Boot hockey, yeah, I've heard boot hockey, but Well, but one's but with, you one with skates, skates and one's, you know, yeah. not. So. Well, pond hockey doesn't. It doesn't have to do the skates. But in my mind, it was. Oh, okay. yeah, that's mind, fair. It was a pure... <laughs> that was kind of weird. Mighty Ducks moment of yeah. cats on the pond. I was wondering if your pond hockey always, like if you did it one way or the other. No, it doesn't matter. I yeah. did it at college a couple of times and we were on skates, but I've done it on my boots too. Mm-hmm. I, I like I the know. boots. Yeah. Can you skate? Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. That's why I picked ice skating well, from yeah. one of my. <laughs> yeah. Any good ice skating spots? I know Maple Grove's got. Yeah, that, the has loop. Has anyone gone there? Yes, it's called is the it loop. Nice? Mm-hmm. What is it? It's it's an ice skating rink, and outdoors? you go in. A, yep, outdoors, and you go in a loop, and there's like Christmas tree in the middle. They play some oh, nice Christmas music. Oh, it's really so cool. fun. Cool. It sounds like a good spot. And a work. Good spot for for us to take a date, Eugene. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. She's gonna have to carry me the one I ice skate though. <laughs> really? Yeah. I just. We, I, You're oh, Russian. You're Russian. And. <laughs> no, I just it, I, growing up we just didn't do it. That's, so fun. That's amazing. Yeah, in St. No, Paul, I, being a St. Paul boy, down in downtown in uh, Rice Park, which is a, it's just this um, lovely park by the St. Paul Hotel, the beautiful Landmark Center, the Ordway Theater, and there's always a big Christmas display. There's a big forty foot tall Christmas tree in the park, and and, and there's an ice skating rink. 
amazing spot. Yeah. Great date spot for I sure. Like to go there too. I took my now wife there once. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Yeah. Go ice skating. That's well, yeah. Let's unless romantic. you can't. I can yeah. probably pay. I did it as a kid. I just haven't done it in a while. So well, well, you don't want to embarrass we yourself. Should, we should my go. ankle support's probably not. We the ankle just, strength isn't there. We should just go snowboarding. That's what we got to do. Somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Yep. But uh, Luick, mm. talking about your wife, taking your wife out there on a date. How'd you guys meet? We met at Winona State. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ours is a. I love our our love story is is awesome. Really? I, yeah. I would love it's, to hear it. Well, I, well, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna try to be brief and hopefully not too offensive to uh, whomever. But when I got to college, I could not get over all these women that were in <laughs> long distance relationships with their high school boyfriend. Yeah. It was like unbelievable how many of these people were doing this. Four hours away, you know, when you're like 18, 19, it's like, what the hell? So I met her in uh, a class called Performance One for Everyone. It, it was for uh, the way he theater, said that. theater. Right. This is a hilarious <laughs> name. Performance uh, One for Everyone. Um, and she was just so beautiful. One dimple in on her left cheek, tan skin, bright eyes, amazing. But she ha- was in this long distance relationship, mm-hmm. and and I um, tried breaking them up for the next like six months. Wow! And uh, we were hanging out all the time, and and uh, I, I wrote her three songs, and on songs. on on Valentine's Day. We were hanging out again on Valentine's Day, and I said, I love you. And I played these songs for her, and she just was like, uh, and, I, and she was like, that's nice. I can't, I can't do this. I'm not ready to do it. You know, she's just been in this long relationship, and it, now it makes sense. At the time, it didn't to me. But so a couple weeks later, she broke up with him, and we dated for a, a hot second, and then she freaked out went back to him and back to me. And then I got pissed about the whole thing yeah. because of however it happened and so I didn't I tried not to talk to her and um, for that summer keyword tried right for that for that <laughs> summer and uh, she went back with with this guy when she was back home and I was like I know when she gets back to Winona she's gonna just see me everywhere and she's gonna come okay. back to me and that's exactly what happened but then I was dating somebody else Oh. For about for that year, the tables turned. and and yeah. she was pursuing me for that period of time, and uh, then I graduated. I was in this band and we were, were playing a, a lot of shows. Yeah, we were playing a lot of shows, and she knew somebody who knew someone in the band. So all of a sudden, she started showing up, and then we were started hanging out again, and and it was amazing. And uh, she was a senior at the time, and she's like. You want to do a trip on my spring break? And I said, Yeah, let's let's do something. So we went down to Tennessee to the Smoky Mountains, and it was absolutely amazing. But then I made the decision I had to go to California, mm-hmm. to LA, and I I just I, I needed to do that single, not in a long distance relationship and all all that jazz. And uh, I was there in LA for about ten months, and I was like, Man, I'm never gonna meet anybody like her nice thing about la as opposed to minnesota minnesota is the clickiest place in america it's the it's 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 an amazing state i love it but the thing i hate most about it is girls will not talk to you (laughs) if they don't have a direct you can't just go up to somebody and start a conversation but in in la you can and, and you can 
just because everybody's from somewhere else. Yeah. Right. But so it's easy to date there. And after about, like I said, 10 months, I'm like, man, I'm never going to meet somebody like her. So being full of hubris, not caring that it was Ding. three in the morning, <laughs> uh, I called her up. She was a nurse. And uh, I said, I finally figured it out. I love you. Let's be together. And she goes, I moved to Chicago. I'm over you. Fuck you. Oh, and I was like, no, 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 totally. So I spent the next 18 months convincing her that she loved me as much as I knew she did, which who doesn't love being told that they love you? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then eventually we, um, I came back in December of 2011 for my Christmas break. We uh, and convinced her to. We went to church actually at St. Mary's Basilica on a Friday night. It was in Spanish for some reason, and uh, yeah, it, it just. Then we spent the whole month together, and she uh, made her plans to move out with me to L.A. Wow! So it was like what a, a story. That's yeah, crazy. it was like a five-year yeah. a five-year uh, courtship. So now it's been like eleven or twelve years. Wow! I feel like. Uh... That's beautiful. It yeah, it's my great love story. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was beautiful. It is beautiful, yeah. When a lot of ups and downs. You could star in the movie. You just need to get Think a Think about it. Wow. Just got to get, yeah, just got to get a lot of money to make it. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Better start selling. We got to start selling more houses. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, a lot, movie. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Movies aren't that's cheap. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing, though. Like, I, uh, you know, I feel like I've I've had that uh, realization. It's like, wow, I'm never gonna find someone as perfect as this one person that was been in my life. And uh, I hope I have the same story as you someday. But yeah. uh, you just keep yeah, going. Yeah, actually, I was gonna ask you because, like, obviously, Luke's story, great story. It didn't even happen that long ago. You said like 11 years or something like that. Yeah. But the way Luke followed up with this girl, do you think yeah. in today's standards, like, I feel like me and you would just be like labeled stalker, creep, not dog. no, but fuck no. Yeah. Let me tell you, man. Yeah. Like, it's, we, you can't, can't we, can, we can't do fight what? like that you can't, anymore. You can't fight for love like that. No, you can't. It doesn't happen. What are you, what are you talking about? Like, you can't. <laughs> Your wife coming back, like. Coming back. To like, you. And you moving out to L.A. And then you, her being like, fuck you, get out of my life, uh-huh. like that. And then you just keep You clearly had a connection. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you do that right now, you'd be labeled as a crazy stalker. Like, you <laughs> Run for the hills. The raining horns come in the mail yeah. pretty soon. Ooh, yeah. Okay, yeah. well. <laughs> Then I better not ever be single again. <laughs> you don't want to be, trust me. It's, no. not, it's not an easy life. It's not. Oh, and gosh. I just say, I don't have time for you guys. That's all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but apparently they can't earn your no. time. Yeah, we can't say You have nothing to say, huh? The whole dating industry is fucked. Yes. Oh, goodness. Well, it, it, as soon as you refer to it as an industry, then yeah, you know it's fun. Yeah. Well, I look at follow up in the industry as dating because the reactions are a lot uh, pretty similar hmm. in my experience. So, have you, either of you, th- three? Um, uh, um, uh, well, I just know more about your dating like situation. That's what I said. But any of the three of you, like, have you gone on a date ever with someone that you just met, or is it all apps for you? Um, I've. I've done both. At college, it was easy. Yeah. Went mm-hmm. on a state, like you yeah. said, it. Yeah. It's a nursing school. Seventy-five percent women, like. Seventy-five percent women, but ninety percent of them in high school long-distance relationships. True, but yeah. like you'd meet people there, and you'd go on a few dates here and there. Yeah. But uh, I remember, I went on one date because um, we had a lip sync battle. Sick. Um, 
It was the. So what does that look like? The uh, athletics had a lip sync battle versus other athletics, so like men's golf versus like football, and cool. like yeah, yeah, yeah. We the men's golf actually won. Hmm. It was uh, it was pretty cool, but uh, I met a lot of people wanted to figure out who we who the golf team was and who was on the golf team after that, and I went on a couple dates with people from that, and hmm. so, but yeah. apps too. Yeah. Well, I was. Just, I think I went on a lot more like blind dates would you call them like first timers like closer to your age like that yeah. 20 to 22 23 now though a lot of the dates I go on is like through a mutual contact yeah it's not yeah. like random occurrences anymore <laughs> so there's like yeah. some sort of tie before you go on to that date well then like a lot of people around your age uh, probably a lot more than like around my age are married or in a serious yeah. relationship and, like and 27 is like a it, like it's a it's like a limbo age like you're too old for some women but you're too young for other women so you're just like stuck yeah you're stuck <laughs> so yeah. like when i get to 30 then i'll be like mature and then yeah. i'll bring in like a whole new clientele so. will you eugene yeah at, mid- at midnight on our 30th birthday yeah. Yeah. <laughs> will be your gift <laughs> Uh, but, yeah. Perspective. Re- real quick aside about Winona State. Yep. Uh, my grandpa went there for undergrad and graduate school. Wow. My dad and four of his siblings all went there, and multiple of them met their spouses there. Wow. And then myself and my two and my one of my dad's cousins went there, and myself I went there, and then uh, at least five of my cousins. Went there wow. after me, yeah. It's it's a beautiful area. Oh, it's incredible. It's a good yeah. school, like yeah. Yeah, my dad's family's from Winona. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool down there. Yeah, I it's miss great. It. There, there's a lot of days I miss it, but uh, like I said, couldn't be happier with where I'm at now. So it's a great to have life experience. You know, it is. I thought I you've, thought all I wanted you've to do been through a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I thought all I wanted to do was play Division One football. That was my goal. I put so much into that as a high schooler. And I got to Nebraska uh, my freshman year, and they had a new coach. It was Bill Callahan at the time. He was from the NFL. Half the coaching staff was from the NFL. So it was just business, mm-hmm. 50 hours a week. And I just turned 18, just got there, and there was no, like, welcoming yeah. mentorship, bigger brother into the fold. It was all. It was just a business and looking out for yourself. And in my opinion, football is great for two reasons, the games – and the camaraderie. Yeah, and if you don't yeah. have the camaraderie and the games, we were five and seven that year. So the game sucked. Everybody's pissed off. So I was like, all this work is just not not worth it. Not worth it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, no, Winona's a great area. It's good to have that experience, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been through that. You've been out to LA. I know. I got a I got a buddy that's been out to LA. He's in Babylon. Mm. Comes out. December twenty third, I want to say. So shout oh, out, actually, shout out, yeah. Eileen. Cool. Uh, he was a major extra, but like, there's like a five second clip of him. But shit, hey, that's more than I'm in. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was on set with Brad Pitt, so he's got some cool stories. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's tough out there. Heard a lot of stories from him. That uh, it can be tough. It's a wild place for yeah. a million reasons. That it's it's its own ten season podcast series yeah it's a wild wild place people that want to take advantage of you the pollution the homelessness crisis it's like it's and if you just like from an acting perspective it doesn't matter who you know i'm a uh 
tall-ish, good-looking white guy. There's a lot of me out yeah. there. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, of, of middle America, you know, uh, uh, guys that fit my, my deal. So there's a, it's, it's really competitive. And there, I, I did an episode of NCIS one time, and I'd been auditioning for them for years and was uh, given that part. And it was a supporting role, and I don't remember who I was talking to, but at the casting office, they get five thousand submissions for that one role. Wow! You know, and you won it. Well, actually, I got offered it because I'd been auditioning for them for years. Oh, nice! So I didn't have to audition for that. But the but the point is that normally that they get five thousand, and think of it even from that perspective, they get five thousand submissions to audition, and they don't even look at those people; they Jesus. just give it to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's a small part, but it was a great, you know, great experience. But um, wow. anyway, yeah, it's I feel it's, like that's another podcast topic. Like we could just go. Yeah, we're gonna have to pull, up, pull yeah. up the video of you. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then in, when you're from Minnesota, the quality of life here is so good that there's just so many things that you get out there. And I don't care about weather. That's the other thing. Yeah. Like if if the snow really bothered me or whoever, I, then yeah, leave, be happy. Yeah. But like people would always say, don't you just love, don't you just love this weather? I'm like, it's 95. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, I don't love this. This is too hot. I was yeah. gonna say you do care about weather. Okay, I care about being too hot. Yes. Yeah, for sure. That's for why sure. you like Minnesota for the winters. You are and the seasons. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Because oh. I, I mean, I'm speaking yeah. for myself too. But. Yeah. Other, <laughs> every couple months, new new seasons, new activities. It's sweet. Well. I mean, we've talked about a lot of things, but this is Triple B, Brady's Business Buddies. So let's uh, let's try to get into some business. I know we got a video uh, contest coming up, so uh, these might be good to get some topics about uh, business here. So, uh, Lauren. Me first? Coming at you. Yeah. Wow, coming know, at me no, no, I feel like we haven't heard from you no a lot. Well, I like to listen to. It's okay. I'm a gather, okay. remember? And I'm a lion. Well, let's, let's talk about that. <laughs> what? What are you doing to be a lion, and what are you doing to be a gatherer in your career? Listening. Listening to what? Gathering. To what? Oh my God. To Everybody. Who, to what? Wait till Tyler hears this. <laughs> <laughs> some specific things you want to use because I feel like Lauren needs some. Yeah. What? Huh? Yeah. You what? need more specificity. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I get so stuck on these words, I don't what, even know um, where I am. What are you doing right now to create business for yourself? Where? What? You sit down at your computer. What do you do to get a deal done? What are you doing? What are you doing to find leads? What are you doing? Oh, that's a, we, we need to like get into a, one specific because that's like huge. So What okay. are you doing to find business? We are going to be doing some videos. I'm going to be gathering people by posting myself, putting myself out there, and then meeting with people, listening, gathering, and then I'm going to be executing. <laughs> then I'm going to go lion mode, and then I'm going to execute. <laughs> And if someone wants to buy a home, I'm gonna lead you and lead you all the way. What what else, Brady? I don't know. We'll we'll jump over that to wasn't enough. we'll jump over to Eugene and then we'll come back to you and see if we, we can get some ideas. Yes, yes. Yeah. So as we all know, it's kind of like the slower time of the year for us. Yeah. So one thing I kind of I lacked on at the beginning of the year because it was just so hot with like team leads and all the internet yeah. leads coming in that there was some things I just wasn't doing at the beginning of the year. So now. Uh, most of my time is going into my personal sphere. Like yeah. people I know, people I grew up with, old coworkers, stuff like that. You're at a good age for that. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Cause I have a lot of really close friends that are, you know, they've been out of college for a while. The student loan is about to be paid off and mm-hmm. they're ready for that next step. Cause they got the career, they got the car. Next thing is the house. You know, it's like the next yeah. part of life. People are getting married, having kids. It's just that time of life where everyone's getting ready. So 
for me, I find that really fun because not only am I helping someone reach their goals, it also happens to be a close friend of mine, which like kind of adds to the experience. So it's a lot of my relationship business. business yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm the same way as you. Like I got into industry because like I made a lot of money at my last job. Yep. But at the end of the day, I was not happy. I was stressed out. I was even losing my hair. And that's a no-go. Wow. When the hair starts getting affected, mm. we're done. Yeah, we're moving that on. flow is yeah. too beautiful mm. to mess up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember the feeling I had when I bought my first house. And then I was at the time, I was also selling my house. and kind of like brought back the memories I had when I bought it. I'm like, you know what? That feeling I had when I bought my first house, I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I want to give that feeling to other people. So that's one of the reasons I got into real estate. So mm-hmm. that's one of like the things that keep me in and keep me motivated to stay in. So yeah, personal sphere and then also just circle prospecting, you know, circle dialing, yeah. all that good stuff. I uh, I couldn't agree more with you though. I, I think about that, you know, feeling of having, like being a first time home buyer or just buying a home. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to look in, look into that here in the next couple of years and like just thinking about like on closing day like getting handed the key like wow that's got to be a m- very yeah, good feeling the funny thing is the feeling didn't hit me until it's like the house i bought it was outdated so before i moved all my stuff and like i went and remodeled some stuff painted did yeah. the, a couple things and then I, it was about like two months in i had my house set up i was living there alone i was just in the morning before work sipping coffee watching espn and then it just hit me i'm like wow yeah it's like this is mine i'm moving in this house like and it just it came in like one giant wave like two months into actually owning it yeah so that bet, was amazing i bet you guys have had that same feeling though mm-hmm. when you guys got your house for the first time or bought your first house like yeah that's why I, I just can't get enough of this business it's this it's like this uh amazing circle you're helping someone achieve this massively important and amazing goal from all these different perspectives financially obviously right it's one of the smartest things you can do is own a home uh but also emotionally i mean what a home means to to people with that attachment it's just such a privilege and that's how you uh and and obviously doing that you know with with humility and treating them as a person not just as a number or another uh, uh, way to earn a check that's what's going to perpetuate them uh, for wanting to tell other people about how good you treated them how savvy you were how well you knew and understood the market were able to help them negotiate and understand the process etc yeah dude it's just, I couldn't agree more it's, a pri- it's really a privilege which is why I like being on a team personally yeah, yeah. is we, we get to take each other's experience you know, if you have a real tough deal that's going all kind like what Lauren right now has, she's got a pickle of a, of a deal on her hands, and uh, we're talking a lot about it. It's going to be great, but what a learning experience mm-hmm, totally. that if you're solo, you only have your experience. So, and we're constantly sharing that with each other, and it just it just adds to your experience. I, I couldn't agree more. Sitting in that, that, that conference room right over there. Any day you can be sitting in there and someone's going to come in and you're going to learn something. Yeah. Even if you've been in the business for 15 years. Ty- yeah. Tyler said he learned stuff today in the meeting we had. Like, yeah, right. Just because he's a part of a team. If right. he was by himself, he probably wouldn't have learned as much as right. he has or any of us for that matter. You know? Well, and if the, the average agent sells seven or eight houses a year. Yeah. And let's say you're solo or you're on a team and you just started and you sold four houses this year. Yeah. In a whole year... You're by yourself and you sold four houses. 
even if you just sold four houses, but you were on a team that surrounded by people that sold 152 other houses, you're just going to be such a be able to provide so much more value for your clients from all that experience as opposed to a couple technical problems here. A lot of technical problems today. (laughs) Not going to lie, kind of worry about it, but we'll figure it out later. Editing is going to be a a pain in the butt, so if it's uh, if it's bad, don't look at me. Look at we'll blame Lewick. Yeah. Um, anyway, we didn't get to ask Tyler what's uh, what are you doing to generate business right now. Uh, major pillars for me. I mean, like Eugene was mentioning, obviously you always want to be doing some sort of um, circle prospecting and, and looking at with all the leads that we have and in the pride lands, etc. But I try to stay in front of people, especially sphere as much as possible it you know is a double like social and business like move but i get so many lunches and coffees with uh family friends former um uh clients i think it's really important that if you get clients that refer you uh tyler calls them vips um that you take them out to a nice meal or something every quarter and yeah. love on them and say thank you. you. You know, this your business really, really in these referrals, I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. And it's and not to be afraid, you know, because everybody you get lunch with your friend who's a partner at a law firm like I did the other day, long time been friends for a long, long time. You always end up talking about the market. He's always curious yeah. and and um so you you know you can provide value that way, and then they know in person from a conversation, not just a video or a yeah. post. See that, your hey, gathering. You know what you're talking about, and but then you know not being afraid to say, hey, who do you know that's looking to buy or sell in the next yeah. six to nine months? Yeah. And uh, videos, obviously, and uh, uh, trying to be as obvious as possible. I do quarterly mailers to about five hundred of my neighbors nice. in my neighborhood, and. Um, um, yeah, a lot of things. I'm always meeting with loan officers and yep, yep. and trying mm-hmm. to stay in front of folks that way. But, yep. Building connections. Yeah. Networking's Just, huge. Yeah, yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. Lauren, we're coming back to you. Back. you, you guys are just <laughs> About business, anything you want to talk about the market, you want to talk about what's going on in your business, you want to talk about your townhouse, like... It's, well, she's speechless. I yeah. think it's yeah. Luke. I think it's Luke's good looks. Yeah, well, he went, uh, heavy lies the crown. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just uh, my cross to bear, et cetera, et cetera. So it is an int- it's it's uh, talking to my uh, buddy uh, that I just mentioned last week when we had lunch. It, and it's something that you guys are all a lot new, more recently licensed. But I was telling him, too, part of the value I get on being uh, on a team is knowing recognizing not only when the market shifts but where's the value in that obviously the real mar- the real estate market shifts every couple of years for all time mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that's just the way it goes so how do people survive 10 20 30 years they identify what's happening and where the value is yeah. and then don't try to shove it down people's throats just hey if you're if you're able to do this this and this then now's a great time if mm-hmm. you're looking for this this and this Maybe it's not to buy or to, you know, whatever. But yeah. Just being um, honest. Too. Yeah, yeah, right. People a, appreciate that. Yeah, that's yeah. a big thing I try to keep is like being Earning honest trust and way. transparency. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not like we're here just to get deals done. Like we're trying to get you into a house that you love and that is the right. best for exactly. you at the right time. Well, plenty of people are though. And that's just, you know, yeah. plenty of people are and plenty of people are successful that just try to 
you know, just treat people like a number. And I mean, all right, I just don't want to want to operate our, that way. Our whole team isn't like that. Yeah, so and that's why we're that's all here. Why, that's, that's why we're why all, why all here. I was just it'd be so hard for me to be like that. It's just like if you're just seeing them as a number, you don't actually care what happens to them after the bios. You just shove them in the house. Next thing you know, they got problems. Don't like the house. Now they're tied in for yeah. five, ten years. Mm-hmm. Like I, I couldn't do that to somebody. No. I'm too nice of a guy mm-hmm. to, like, at that point, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lauren? Did we <laughs> Look at him! He is out to get me. I'm, yeah. I agree with everything you guys are saying. I, I like to just build connections. I don't want to have to rely on, um, like, pro- I'll do prospecting. I'll do whatever I can do. But it ju- it's just at the end of the day, it's building connections with people. Mm-hmm. No like and trust. Yeah. And hey, I'm a realtor. Let me. What's your story? Let's make a game plan and let's execute. If that's where you want to. What's your end goal? Let's get there. Yeah. No, that's. that's I mean, that's just to simply, you know. Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, I. Is that I, enough for you, Brady? That's that's great. <laughs> I'm very pleased. Come back to me again. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's like the same way with like goals for me. You know, is like you create that end goal and then you create steps to yeah. get to that point. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You find ways to, you know, when we business plan, you know, say you, you want to sell 20 houses next year. It's like, okay, well, what's, how many houses do I got to sell a month? And like, how do I get a deal every month? Or how do I do this? Mm-hmm. And you, you, you simplify it. So yeah. it's not just that big number that's like, oh, I'm never going to get there. It's like, well, if you do this once a day, you have a chance to get a deal done. And then, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's, yeah. at some point there's a numbers game. But then at the other hand, it's like the people we're working with aren't numbers. You know? Yeah, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where it's you gotta find the balance yep. in between the two. Yep, totally. When with you got you all being licensed around that like year mark, except Brady, obviously you yeah. a lot less. It's really important now to, um, and I wish somebody would have explained it to me when I first started, but uh, do things that are going to give you returns three, four years and from now yeah. that are just really good habits. Like my quarterly mailers, I don't expect the. I didn't expect the first time I ever did that for that to work. But maybe two, three years from now, it'll it'll look yeah. it turn into two to five deals a year. But it's something because we're in charge of our own schedule. It's easy to just you know be all over the place. But if you have certain things that you constantly are doing, and the first team I joined four years ago, no one, everyone was anti open house. So I got a really bad like taste in my mouth for open houses from everyone that was around me uh uh then covid happens and no one does open houses and now and that's something i should have mentioned uh, i'm listing in minneapolis i've done one or two open houses every weekend it's been on and i've gotten multiple leads from it and it's it's a good way to help it can help sell a house if you you know uh, execute it properly yeah. uh, as well. So that's another thing that you should be doing if you can. If unless you have some weird time constraint that would make it bad to be a realtor anyway, you should be doing two to four open houses a, a month. Yeah, hundred percent. Minimum open houses. There's a lot of talk about open houses. I feel like in in our industry right now, a lot of people are trying to figure out what's the best way to do it. Um, and I know I've I've held a couple open houses. I've held a fair amount of open houses in the last week or, or last month or so. Um, I know Luik has, what's, uh, what are some strategies that you're putting into open houses right now that you are seeing work? Well, um, it's a, uh, the listing I have, it's a smaller house. It's only about 1,200 square feet. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's important to greet people when they come in. But if 
But like the just the layout of this house, I'd be like right in your face when you open the door. Yeah. So like it, that's that's been kind of its own unique um, uh, uh, deal. But making sure you greet them right away, asking them why they're there. Obviously, you got to read them. Some people like look at you like you have the plague, and other people and knowing how to how to talk to them, not being overly salesy, but saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, what brings you in today?" Yeah, and and getting getting to, well, then how are you? Oh, you just started your search. How are you looking for houses? Yeah, to see where you could help. Yeah, and 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 asking questions requisite that, and then let them you know, hey, I'm not going to follow you through the house. Have a great tour. Let me know if you have any questions, and I look forward to hearing how you rate it when you're done. Yeah, totally. You know. Yeah, but have you guys and, yeah done any open houses, Gene? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've done quite a few, especially at the Meadowlands. But, yeah, during yeah. the spring, I did quite a bit. And spring was a lot of fun because you'd have a lot of clients walk through. Now you still get, you know, a couple here and there. Yep. And I just love them because, like, you, whether or not the lead comes to you, you have great conversations come out of oh, it. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. Like, sometimes there's certain people who just can't help that walk through an open house. But, yeah, it's just kind of like Lewis said. You greet them. Make sure you greet them right away. You don't want to be sitting at the table yeah. and be like, hey, what's up? Here's the house. Check it out. Check it out. Thank you want to greet them. You want to be friendly. You know, like kind of it's, read the room and see how they're going to react to you. It's a relationship type. Of exactly. Business. Yeah. I, I don't think this I could say it enough. You know? sure. Like I don't know how you guys feel about it, but that's it's a relationship type of business. Another thing you got to do, you got to door knock. Yeah. At least you know the block uh, minimum with flyers, and it's the best kind of door knocking because you're you're not there to. Let me help you buy a house. Are you looking to sell your home? It's literally, hey, I'm doing an open house for my listing, and I just think it's important to give neighbors the opportunity to pick their own new neighbor. Yeah. So if you, so here's this, inviting you to the open house, and if you know anybody that's looking or you yeah. think it'd be a good fit, bring them on over. It's yeah. it's really it's bulletproof. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Knowing the area too. Yeah, that does help. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't want to do an open house in an area you're not familiar with because some mm-hmm. people might be specifically looking for the neighborhood they've done history on. So if they come yeah. and ask you questions, you're like, I don't actually know. Yep. No idea. Let me Google this for you really quick. Yeah. You're going to lose it right away. Yeah. I've learned a lot. Doing open houses in different areas, I've learned a lot about the metro area, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It helps me get it helps me get to know the area, but then also to build connections with different people in different neighborhoods. Yeah, no, that's great, for sure. It's fun. <clears throat> yeah, uh, knowing the area is big. I remember there was a time I was sitting at the Meadowlands with Tyler, and you brought up, like, you know, the lakes is, you know, a couple blocks away and lifts off 15 things about what the lakes has to offer. And I'm like, dude, I had no clue any of that. <laughs> like, And now it's like... It's it's Expert. those it's those little things that I'm like okay this is what I have to do to be even more successful like mm-hmm. and it's it's nice having someone like Tyler as someone that leads us as a team and mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing yeah and it, it proves well and, and going back to working smarter not harder it doesn't take 15 hours to research a neighborhood you yeah, know all the tools. look at like things that people what are people gonna look for parks. Yeah. For their ki- things to do with their kids, places to shop, convenient things of convenience. Yeah. You know, it doesn't take long to compile a list of those attributes, even if it's not your listing. And then, yeah. and then it's okay to have that for reference mm-hmm. there. You yeah, know? yeah. No, it's just filling your filling your tool belt with with more tools. Mm-hmm. That's all it's doing. So, <clears throat> with that being said, 
is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Any other questions? I, I wish I would have had a question. I'll say, Lauren, you don't want the topics. And yeah. She doesn't have any. Yeah, you don't have any <laughs> topics you want to talk about? What are you struggling in your business right now? Oh, my gosh, Brady. Hit me with a... I told you you need to tell me the things to prepare. <laughs> Ask me the question again. What is one thing that you are struggling in your business right now? Phone calls. Phone calls. What about phone calls? I'd way rather be in front of someone. Like, mm-hmm. the, I don't know what it is about the phone. Even right now, this microphone, me hearing myself. Yeah. Yes. You need, um, you, need the, you need to be able to read the body. Pre- yes. the same boat. Like, I don't struggle with phone calls, but I feel that. Yeah. There's like a level of communication you're missing when you're older. Yeah. I'm really good at reading body language. I think that just comes with being a bartender, working in the, the yeah. service industry for so long. Reading body where, language. Where, yeah, face to face. So the phone scares me, but I've gotten a lot better at it. And I'm excited to continue to grow that part of my business because yeah. I know that's a huge, huge tool I need to be able well, to, yeah. Yeah, no, with uh, with someone with more experience, what, what do you have to give Lauren? I know you're... You guys work together a lot, but... Uh, He's my mentor, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor Tyler. No. No. No, I'm very lucky. I, I love working with you. Uh, I don't know if anything can replace just doing it. Yeah. Because the you more you do it, the, the less you're going to... Pressure you're going to put on every phone call. Yep. You know, if you did 100 calls in a day, by call 10, you know, it's not going to carry that much weight. Uh, and it, it obviously you want to you know, care about who you're talking with and communicate genuinely. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when, when you look at the numbers, the amount of calls that you need to make to hopefully, yeah. you know, get a meeting set, let alone a, a client, it's a lot. So mm-hmm. it's, and I don't know that there's some like mental trick. You just got to do it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think personally, you know. Yep. No, you just got to be a doer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at, at a certain point, you got to put your fear aside. And it really, like, I mean, what is the fear? Like, what is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. What's, it's... I'm so sick of this question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, you act like, like we have... <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like... Look, I don't you even know, know what but the when you break, Exactly, but exactly. That's what I mean. When you break it down, there's nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. And yet it still is one of the... It's that classic survey of, like, more people... Are afraid of uh, public speaking than like death or, oh, right. or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Public speaking, you know, like it's like why? I mean, yeah. but we are, <laughs> and so uh, I certainly. Re- that's why I think the only way to get better at it is just doing to it. do it, mm-hmm. and and, I, and to maybe be prepared. Like you know, uh, Coleman's got so many great scripts for different expires yeah. and, and whatever. If you know, like, and even if you have to stare at it, I mean, what you're gonna say? Obviously, you want to sound natural, but if part of the problem is. They answer the phone and you're all of a sudden like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, I got you know. Then have you, you know your script uh, that you want to points that you want to hit, yeah. you know. But mm-hmm. so, yeah, yeah. No, I I couldn't agree more. You just you got to learn, and that's kind of something like that I've tried to do in my business is not sit here and watch a bunch of like YouTube videos of how to be the best real estate agent. It's like Tyler's kind of told us things that work, and I'm just doing it mm-hmm. and seeing how to do it. Instead of like trying to like take notes and figure out how to do it, I'm just going out there and doing it and mm-hmm. learning from my mistakes. Yeah. Kind of. yeah. And I think that's that's key because real estate is so personal. Like yeah. you get on such a personal level with these people. It's like you can look up all these videos, go to all these different like 
uh, conferences and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I feel like you got to pay your bills though either. You you got to learn from all those people, then Mm -hmm. also make it your own because you can't do real estate and not be yourself. So I feel like you're just going to fail at that point. Yep. 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 Yeah. Well, there's so if all anybody's these, watching this and you're scared of all these different things, like Lauren, I know it might it might seem like this I am. Like, That's me. Like, I am <laughs> everything in this business. I mean, I'm putting myself out there and doing things. I'm uncomfortable, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll get comfortable doing it over and over and over again. Like this is my first time ever doing any a podcast. Yeah. This is cool. I listen to podcasts all the time. Yeah. And I was ready to rock and roll. And then I'm here and I'm like, holy moly. Yeah. This is intimidating. But practice makes perfect. And uh, just don't, just do it. You're, you you are so good doer. at that, Brady. Yeah. You're just being a doer. And that's, I've talked about it on this podcast before about doers and how I look for doers. And that's just kind of the, the people that I think I, you know, connect with yeah. the best. It's mm-hmm. just people that are just like, let's go do it. Yep. Um, people that are like, ah, you know, it's a beautiful weekend. Let's just drive out to Montana and go look at the mountains. Like, let's just do it, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. That yeah. was me. Let's do this podcast. I won't even be worried. <laughs> was, well, that was I you, mistaken? You don't give yourself enough credit. I mean, you you know, the phone calls has been a struggle for you. But I'm still but doing so, it. And there's so many exactly. other things exactly. that you've... Yeah. You've, Doesn't mean it's easy, guys, you've but so, do it. You've so far outpaced so many people uh, on their first year the amount of transactions you've done and the manner with which you've done those transactions and all the problems that have come up that you, the learning curve, it's, it's amazing how, yeah. uh, you know, so you got to give yourself some credit too. You can't just be hard on you. You can't do every, every way to get business. You can't do all of them all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, try all of them over the, as much as you can and then find the ones the five, six, seven things that you want to do consistently that work for you and yeah. just do them consistently. And there you go. Yeah. yeah. No. Set high goals and just don't be hard on yourself. If Get there. Right? Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's a tough one. Because, I mean, like, obviously this year was, wasn't, like, the most ideal year for especially first years. But you just got to make sure, like, you can't give up on yourself. Yeah. Like, Never. You, you got to look at it, find all the bright sides and keep, keep moving forward. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. It's it's a doer industry, yeah. for sure. And, and our uh, team is all, we're all doers on this team, too. 100%. It's not just us more. four, we have so many. And you'll, you'll meet them. And we're growing, too. everyone out there, yeah, we are growing. Yeah, we are so growing. If you're looking to get into real estate, reach out to any of us. We'd be yeah. more than happy to talk about it, so. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe like, not on a podcast. But we can, for the, yeah, <laughs> we can we'll, get we'll there. We'll get there, yeah. We'll, we'll move our way up, um. But no, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll just go around. What'd you guys think? This is your first podcast, everyone, right? Yeah. Woo. Luke? Yeah. Yeah, think yeah. about but it. You might don't. I feel like this, that's a no. <laughs> but like it's... A, <laughs> Excuse what's me. your experience? Do you like it? You know? Yeah, I'm... A pretty loquacious individual. Oh, so I, what does that mean? It, what it, is that? it just means talk and he's talkative. <laughs> so talkative. I could I could it means talk I just like to talk, not about nothing, but I, I think part of why I like being on a team, why I've seen a lot of growth in my first four years that I feel very fortunate about is because I'm just talking to people about what's happening. Yeah. Well but but with intent, you know, oh. to gather information on what are people doing that is working for them that I need to do what are you seeing in the market how are you if you weren't talking to people on the team how could you have gotten an offer accepted back February through April you know mm-hmm. it was unbelievably cutthroat then 
Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, so I could, I like this a lot. Yeah, I'll, you'll be on more than one, that's for sure. Yeah. But, uh, well, I got more jokes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the duck and joke. And big that's, words. The I'm jo- so surprised we only yeah. have like four. It's the I, duck joke. We may have missed one or two in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. We're just so used I, to it. I would have. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You do, what's, your, what's your experience for this podcast? How'd you, how'd you think? I love it. Yeah? yeah I've, I've always Look wanted to be on one. Aww. Can you see how excited I am? so cute. You have so much face, so guys. Look at I his think, face. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a lot of people out there. You gotta make me blush now. <laughs> a lot of people out there are like, damn, like a podcast would be fun. I'd love to be on it. And that, those are the type of people I want to have on. You yeah. just get them to experience what a podcast yeah, is all about. It's like I think a podcast is a perfect way to get like messages across and mm. then like if you do it right they get to see parts of your personality too so you're not yeah. just like you're talking business again points across but then they can see who you are as a person and it just kind of adds to the fuel yeah we're human too exactly like, we're the yeah. same people as you guys out there so lauren i think i already explained myself <laughs> this was amazing it was scary it was Fun. It was educational. Yeah. No, I think there's a lot to learn from here. Big so. word. Push the button. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luke's over there, like, dang, Lauren, we need to work on that vocab. Well, anyways, it was great, and I'm very happy you asked me to be on this. I'm very yeah. thankful that you guys came on here and took a couple hours out of your day to do this. We had some technical difficulties, and I'm not looking forward to editing this, but it's gonna be fine. <laughs> so, you got this. We'll check in on you. Make sure you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a call next week, see if I'm still alive. But but yeah, no, I really appreciate you guys coming on here. Um, Like I said, I couldn't be happier with the people I've surrounded myself. So it's it's, it's very nice to have you guys around in my life and couldn't be happier. So Likewise. Yeah. Yeah. With that being said, uh, another great podcast. First uh, first one of the Triple Bs uh, talking about business. Go team, go. So uh, with that uh, being said, TMT out. See you guys. (laughs) Thank you.